Thanks for joining us today as we dive into this Session 7 podcast for Explore the Bible Kids Summer 2022. This session will continue our study in the genre of history as we follow Elisha's ministry through the book of 2 Kings. Chapter 5 of 2 Kings sheds some light on what life was like for the people of Israel during this time in history. The chapter opens by introducing the reader to the person of Naaman. Now, Naaman was not an Israelite, but he was the commander of the army of Aram, a kingdom situated not too far from Israel. During that period in history, it was very common for neighboring kingdoms to send raiding parties into the surrounding land and take back spoils of war. As commander of Aram's army, Naaman would have been well-trusted, and the Bible even tells us that, though Naaman was not an Israelite, God had given Naaman success. Naaman had a serious problem, though. He had developed a serious skin disease that would render him useless to his king. A young girl in Naaman's home had heard of Naaman's predicament, and because she had previously lived in Israel, she knew of Elisha. The girl told Naaman's wife that the prophet Elisha in Israel could help Naaman. Naaman went to see the king. When Naaman arrived in Israel, as was customary, he sought out the king and asked for healing. The king of Israel thought Naaman was trying to pick a fight with him, but the king's leaders told Naaman to go and find Elisha. Instead of coming to greet Naaman, Elisha sent a messenger to instruct Naaman to go and wash seven times in the Jordan River. That seemed like nonsense to Naaman because he thought the rivers in his own country were far superior to the Jordan. But once his followers convinced him to do what the prophet had instructed, Naaman's diseased skin was made whole. Only God could heal Naaman. Rachel, this week we want to help preschoolers connect with the truth that God is the one and only true God. The story about Captain Naaman's healing sets the stage for some exciting activities. Why don't you tell us about a few of those? I'd love to do that, Tim. Um, before I begin, I just want to point out as a reminder to teachers, and, and I'm sure you already know this, but just to remind you that, you know, the curriculum has lots and lots of ideas and activities for you to choose from. And even as a teacher myself, I select and decide to do certain activities based on my own resources that I have available, the space in my, the location, the room, uh, what, what space I do have, and also the, my age group, the children whom I teach. I want to make sure that I gear everything to their interest, to their ability, to their, you know, understanding. So it's, you know, our curriculum is a guide. That's why it's called a leader guide. It guides you to pick and choose the activities that are best going to fit your situation and help you lead children to discover and explore the Bible. So when we point out these these uh, few activities each week, we're just trying to highlight some of those great ideas and remind you again to choose what fits your situation. So let's jump into session seven for preschoolers. Naaman's story is a fun story, I think, because children get to learn about God's greatness Babies are going to enjoy a sensory activity. That's one of the things that we have suggested, and it's called pat and splash water. And doing this, you know, giving babies an opportunity to actually sit in a teacher's lap and splash water in a dishpan naturally is going to lead to conversation about Naaman taking a bath in the Jordan River. And while babies splash and uh, hear teachers tell that, they're going to also know that 
Naaman took a bath in the river water and God healed him and only God could do that while he was while Naaman was uh, doing that. So uh, that'll be a fun way to get that going, that conversation going with babies. Toddlers uh, are going to do something similar to that. They're going to actually bathe a baby doll. So it provide at least two plastic baby dolls that can get fully wet. If you want to use a dishpan of water, that's great. Towels, the plastic cloth on the table and all that. But if your situation prohibits that and you just don't have the right setup for that, then offer baby wipes. A package of baby wipes goes a long way in bathing a baby doll. So while toddlers get to, to bathe those baby dolls and look at the picture on the diaper bag card, they'll actually hear teachers talking about naming, washing in the water and getting in there, taking a bath. Anyway, the Bible verse, uh, Psalm 8610, relates to that. The paraphrase for this age group is God is great. And we want toddlers to actually connect with that and know that only God could heal Naaman the way that he did. Preschoolers are going to have an activity, one of many, and this one's being called Step In and Out. Teachers will provide a large plastic hoop, place it on a blue tablecloth to be a representative of a big lake or river or body of water, put those things on the floor with hoop in the center and a large number seven cutout. So uh, as preschoolers take notice of that hoop on the floor in the center of a blue tablecloth, teachers will invite them to move, step in and out of that hoop seven times, like Naaman had to step in and out of the Jordan River seven times. After doing that and having fun doing that, teachers will guide children to actually look for the story passage in the Bible. All right. Thank you. And I appreciate your good word on remembering that you need to teach to the kids that are in your group. So thank you for sharing that. Shelly, what are some ways that kids will learn that Naaman learned that only the one true God has the power to heal? Well, Tim, older kids will play a review game called Jump. We provided a list of various ways to jump on a printable item for the leader to print and cut apart. So kids will line up, and then when the signal is given, a kid from each team will jump using the assigned jumping style. The first kid to arrive at the designated spot earns the chance for his team to answer a review question about our story from Second Kings. The game concludes when all the questions have been answered and kids review the text truth that only the one true God has the power to heal us physically and spiritually. Younger kids have a special snack activity. So again, you'll want to uh, double check name tags and post an allergy alert for parents and guardians to see. Uh, we've suggested that for this snack that you provide fruit pieces like apple slices, graham crackers, sprinkles, and chocolate syrup, but you can use any food that can be dipped. So if you want to do veggies and hummus, carrots and ranch dressing, whatever that can be dipped is, is fine. Guide kids to dip their snack, um, such as the fruit and the crackers, into the chocolate syrup and sprinkles. Then ask kids to think about what Naaman was told to go dip in. Elisha told Naaman to dip or wash, uh, depends on which translation you're reading from, in the Jordan River seven times. Naaman didn't want to obey, and in fact, he got angry at Elisha. The Jordan River was probably muddy, muddier than all the rivers back in Aram. But in order to be healed, Naaman had to completely obey God, 
even when he didn't understand why God was doing things the way he was. However, obeying God was how Naaman learned that only the one true God has the power to heal. This is a great Bible session to stop and share the gospel with boys and girls. You can share the gospel in any session and in every session, um, but Naaman is just a great segue to helping kids see that we have a spiritual sickness or problem that is sin. Our sin has separated us from God, but God had a plan and he provided a way for us to be healed for, from our sin through his son, Jesus. Our object this week is a stained glass window that shows the story of Naaman. The window is from a church found in the year 1262. Stained glass is a unique art form. Churches often use stained glass windows to depict Bible stories because that was a way to teach people who did not have access to their own copy of the Bible. All right, very good. And as always, thank you so much for joining us this week as we discuss these biblical truths that you can use as you guide boys and girls to dig deep into his word. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can also interact with us at Explore the Bible Kids through our blog and website at goexplorethebible.com, or you can connect in our Facebook group by searching for Explore the Bible Kids while in your Facebook app. We enjoy guiding you each week and hope these have been helpful to you. Thank you again, and we look forward to ministering to you very soon.